We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. We read an article in Fast Company this weekend that we thought was interesting, so we thought we would talk about it today. It was written by a woman named Michelle Wax, who in 2019, she traveled all 50 states interviewing people about happiness. And then from those interviews, she made a documentary, and she called it the American Happiness Documentary. That's pretty cool to be able to travel all 50 states in one year. It's your dream job. Travel and talk to people. That's it. (laughs) I'm working on that. In this article, Michelle, not this Michelle, the other Michelle, Michelle Wax, said that we often complicate happiness and that there are a few simple tweaks we can make that will improve our happiness levels immediately. So we thought we'd share those with you and talk about them a little bit. The first one is take stock. So it's figuring out what makes you happy and what takes away from your happiness and then managing your time in a way that you do more things that make you happy and less of what doesn't make you happy. The thing I got about that is awareness. You have to be aware of what makes you happy. So you have to spend a little time figuring out what does make you happy and on the flip side, doesn't make you happy and then do more of those things intentionally that make you happy and don't make you happy. So, have you ever actually sat down and made a list of what makes you happy? Like written down list? Yeah, like she said. Have you ever done that? <laughs> like, like written down? I mean, a men- I've yes. had a mental list. Have you? I don't know that no, I've ever made a mental list either. There's one thing to be like, oh, I'm happy and thinking about it or that you know, every happy. once in a like, while. But that that's meal not... made me happy or, you know, I'm happy at this occasion. But I haven't, no, I haven't sat down and written a list out. I'm not sure I've even thought through a list. Like these things make me happy. I think that's a really interesting exercise. Like what would that, what would that look like doing? Because... I think it would be really eye-opening to think about the things that really make you happy. And especially the things that that you control. I mean, some things you can't control. So we're not saying all of a sudden you can, you know, control the weather or, you know, make (laughs) a big big wave come in. You know, if you're (laughs) at the beach and you're surfing and you need a big wave to come in and you can control that. No, but surfing may make you happy and doing that may make you happy. So you can do more of that if you live by ocean and have a surfboard. But (laughs) that's true. The other, but I'm just saying, make a list of the things you can control that make you happy and the things you control that don't make you happy and then you have control to do more of those things and less of those things yeah she said actually in the article i think that that was key that these had to be things that you could control otherwise it doesn't (laughs) then it's just a wish list right true true i would like to fly flying (laughs) would make me happy and and i can't You still can't after trying for I try, all of Every these years. morning I get up and I <laughs> leap out of bed like Superman thinking that today is the day that I'm going to take flight. And but y'all think he's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Pull back the curtain. Awesome. One of these days, I am the eternal optimist. I am going to fly. <laughs> Bring it back in. Reel her in. The second activity she suggested was to create a words-to-live-by list. Apparently, she's big on lists. She said that happiness is a muscle that we need to continuously exercise and that we should write down a list of words to live by. For example, how do you want to feel today? Calm, energized, free, happy. And then go through your day. Make those choices that you 
you know, that align with your words to live by. So it's kind of like the, the word of the year thing, but this I think is more in depth, intentional and daily, not just a, I'm going to be happy this year. That's too. Well, I don't know. I think maybe the function of a word of a year is the same thing. I mean, people use that to say, I'm going to focus on growth this year. And then in theory, <laughs> like this is my beef with that whole practice is that it doesn't actually do anything throughout the year. I think half the time people just think of a word and then it doesn't actually have any any meaning in their life after that. Like they go through this process of identifying what they what they want and then they don't do anything about it. But I, if you use that then to filter your choices, like I think this is actually really a filter. If you filter your choices through that word or through this list of words that you want your life to be, then I think the word of the year could have some impact. But Well, I think similar to that, you know, the word of the year, a year's a long time. People think, you know, it's hard to change and do overhaul everything because it's a year. And then the other side of that is, oh, I got a year to do it. <laughs> and then they, they don't make it important and intentional. Whereas it's if it's a word to live by or a word of the day, but you th- or it can be your word of the year, but you think about it every day and you intentionally filter it through, then it'll have more going on because then it's a smaller bite-sized chunk every day versus the year. If you think about it every day. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, she's saying a le- these are like life words. Like what would what how do you want to live your life? Think about it every day. Review yeah. it every day yeah. so that it is more top of mind. When I first read this and and this part of the article, I was like, you know, I think that the pra- that practice is interesting and I think it's I think it would be a really good exercise to sit down and make that list of words. What words do I want to live my life by? And and in some respects that's part of some some things that we've done when we go through goal setting and that kind of stuff at the end of the year. And I actually had a, a podcast episode on this like three, four years ago where I had five things. These are the five things that are going to filter all my choices. So it's a little bit similar, but I'm not sure I ever taught like narrowed it down to one word. I think I had a couple, I think I had five phrases, but when we first talked about this, I only saw the sentence that she says, how do you want to feel? And my reaction was, I don't want to live my life as a slave to my emotions because emotions aren't necessarily what I want to, what I want to base the foundation of my actions Emotions on. sometimes are not rational. <laughs> Almost <laughs> definitively, they're not rational. But not just that. I mean, it's not just that I want to live rationally. I mean, I see that I see the value in saying, if I want to live my life and be calm. energized or calm, if I want to be at peace, if I want, if calm was my word, then making choices throughout the day that will help me stay calm is, I think that's a really interesting practice. What I don't think is that all five of those words should necessarily be how I want to feel. But then I realized she said she used that as an example. How do you want to feel today? Maybe there are other questions that would bring up words that wouldn't all... Or maybe not feelings, maybe state of being would be a different, a better phrase instead of feelings. Like, how do I want to be? How do I, what state of being do I want to be in? Yeah, so what would one word be for you? Flying. No. Take flight. <laughs> that was a serious Free. question. No, well, I think the desire <laughs> to fly is goes to freedom. and that's Is it? Yeah, I really do. I've thought about this more than I should. <laughs> and I want, I want to fly because then you're free. You can do what you want. You can go where you want, you know. So I think it, it relates back to freedom. It relates back to freedom. That's a deep thought, I, a spontaneous I, thought for a Monday morning. I think, we need to, I think we need to psychoanalyze this a little bit. <laughs> 
Oh, here we go again. <laughs> the last thing on her list was to start the day on a positive note. And she said that that's one of the most impactful things that you actually, what did she say it on your terms? Start the day on your terms. And she defined that as on a positive note. And she said that's one of the most impactful things that you can do to develop day-to-day -day happiness. For her, what that meant was to take a few minutes without any distractions before you do anything else, including phone scrolling. Oh, no. Oh, no. And set intentions oh, no, no, for no. your day. Like, And she would say, she would ask the questions, what do you want to achieve? How do you want to achieve it? And what will be your attitude when you do? And that's part of what we do this for. And you start your day in a positive way, whether you're thinking about something or having a gratitude prompt, but you start your day the way you want it to start. And I think that just sets the tone for the whole day. I thought it was interesting because yes, we absolutely believe that your morning sets the tone for your day, that morning routines are important. And one of the things I found interesting about this approach to that kind of morning routine concept was that this is short. This would take five minutes, right? What do you want to achieve? How do you want to achieve it? And what's your attitude as you do? And I thought those three questions were unique. I've never seen that in any of the literature writing about morning routines. I mean, the what do you want to achieve and how do you want to achieve it is kind of standard fare, right? Review your day. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? But the whole what will be your attitude as you do kind of transforms that exercise into a mindset exercise. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It was a short article, but it was packed with a lot of things that are important. And one thing that she also mentioned that I saw was she said, follow your sparks. Follow what makes you, sets you on fire, what's passionate, what makes you get up in the morning. And then the statistic she had in here that I'm going to read so I don't mess it up, <laughs> that 70% of happy people made a shift to do something that made them happy that others saw as a step back that they saw was going to be something that they thought was foolish. But in the long run, it catapulted them up to a level of happiness and success and fulfillment that they would never have gotten if they didn't make that shift. And what that was me is like, you got, goes with the follow your sparks. Do what you want to do, no matter what other people are thinking, no matter what other people are telling you, you're silly. Don't do that. That's crazy. Go with the norm. Get the nine to five. Do whatever you, you know, the the safety, the comfort zone. And be like everybody else. I thought 70% of was high of well, that. that was, and that the people around them thought it was silly. She was interviewing people who self-identified as happy people. So it wasn't a general population set of interviews. So of okay, those people who identify themselves as happy, 70%, it took, that's one of the reasons why they can say that they are happy people, which it, it's it's still high, but it maybe isn't quite as so, dramatic yeah, as a that makes sense full population. So not only should you not be worried about as much about what other people think, but also if you're telling someone else, if you get into a situation where they want to do something that sounds crazy to you, that would, but would light them up, keep your mouth shut, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like check yourself because the odds are that that's going to catapult their life into happiness. Who are you to stop them from, <laughs> yeah. from doing and, that? And I think it's even more, it's important with our friends, but it's even more important with our kids Yeah. because we yeah. were talking a few months ago, what do you want? And I said, I want my kids to be happy, whatever they want. I want them to be happy, whatever they want to do. If they're happy, I'm okay. I may not think it's the greatest thing. I mean, we talked about with my dad, he wanted me to play football. So I played football. 
he wanted, he always, when I was in sales, he always said, when are you going to get off the road? When are you going to get into management? When are you going to move up? And I was like, I don't want to manage people. I like the sales <laughs> aspect of it. I like talking to people. I like working with people. And I felt pressure to get into management from him. So we can't do that with our kids either. So if my kids are happy, they can do what they want, whether I agree with it or not. I mean, <laughs> unless it's like drug dealing or something. But <laughs> there's a limit to their happiness. <laughs> well, there's a legality issue. <laughs> One of the things that we both noticed when we read this article was that it really was all about getting intentional about what you want more of, which we are all about. Exactly. So if happiness is one of those things you intentionally want to try and get more of, Here's our to-go cup takeaway today is try one of these suggestions that we talked about. Take stock. Create a words to live by list. Start your own morning on your own terms. So which one of those are you going to do? Um, like I do every day, I am going to start my morning on <laughs> oh, my own terms. Oh, see, you no, skated. I know, I know. I think, and I do take stock, so I guess I think I'm going to write down the list. I haven't done that. I think I will do that today. Awesome. If you want a done-for-you way to start your morning on your own terms, the Morning Moments Matter box is a super easy way to take the time that you use to brew your morning coffee and turn it into a ritual that will start your day in a positive frame of mind exactly like she recommended. That's right. So great coffee and a ritual that engages your body, mind, and heart. And that is what our Morning Moments Matters box is all about. And this morning, the June box is available for ordering. So head on over to connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM for all the details. So thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to uh, coffee and conversation with you each morning. We will be back Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Time. So join us then. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Monday night, headlining Michelle Berkey Hill, world champion. World champion what? Whatever she puts her mind to. <laughs> I don't know, I'm in the sun. You're a nice, beautiful color, and I'm all shiny. That is not shiny. Well, I'm all... That is overexposed. I went to jail for that one time, being overexposed. I understood. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. <laughs> lighting bothers me. What if I lean in? What if I lean out? I mean in general. This general area? It's add only on. this time of the day. We'll just add a studio onto that house. Okay. A she shed. Uh, no, a studio. <laughs> My she shed is different. <laughs> I need a he shed. He shed, he shed, he, she said. He, shed. Shed. he said, she shed. He shed, she shed. Down by the shed shore. <laughs> that made that up. No, I didn't make. I mean, we went off script a little bit. Free. No, well, I think the fla the, the 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 desire to fly is. Whoops. Uh oh. <laughs> I just made the screen go blank. Woo! Hello. It's a Monday.